What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the 31 anniversary, 31st, I guess is the proper way to say it, 31st anniversary of the Bulls winning their first title. Now, we're not going to get too deep into it, but just a little memory shared there. Um, so we'll be getting into that. We'll also be talking about Vooch and Marco Simonovic playing in the World Cup qualifiers um, and they have games against France and Portugal and what that could mean for Marco's development as well as Marco really spending primarily almost this whole summer with Nikola Vucevic and what that could mean priming him in his sophomore season. Lastly, we'll also be talking about the film Hustle, the Netflix original. So make sure you guys, if you haven't watched that yet, this may inspire you to check that movie out with Adam Sandler, a bunch of NBA players. It's a really good film. So we'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So welcome to the episode. Thank you for joining me. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Uh, But nonetheless, today's episode, first, we want to talk about the 31st anniversary since the Bulls won their first title against the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I know for a lot, a big part of my audience, a lot of you guys weren't even alive to uh, even even remember this. I was four years old when the Bulls won their first title. And it's weird because even though I was that young, I, I, I don't remember the games, right? I, I won't even sit here and act like, hey, I, I've, now, I've gone back as an adult and watched that whole series in, in full several times. Um, but I do remember, like I, I've said this before, I, I started this channel um, after a conversation with my dad. I've been kicking around starting a Bulls channel for a while. And like, I, I, I remember my dad's excitement uh, when the Bulls won the title. I remember, like I said, I don't remember the games in and out, but I do remember just the energy around uh, you know, my dad and, and the fact that the Bulls won the title and the Michael Jordan, like I, my dad had me in Jordans like as long as I could remember. So it's it's just it's it's crazy that it's been 31 years. Right. And then, you know, the Bulls go on. They win three straight, have the break. They win another three straight, have a second three Pete and just the start of the Bulls dynasty and what that meant for really making the Chicago Bulls the worldwide brand that it is today. And part of the reason why, like I'm able to do this channel and to be successful is that the Bulls have a worldwide fan base now. That's to be said to a lot of NBA teams nowadays, but it wasn't like that back then. Like Michael Jordan, the Bulls, they really transcended uh, so much and broke so many barriers um, when it comes to like the worldwide uh, awareness of the game and, you know, playing a part of that. Of course, the Dream Team, other players as well played a part in that. Um, But it's just it's just crazy to think of. It's been 31 years since that. And, you know. As the Bulls are improving and we have a better energy around the team for the most part, I know a lot of Bulls fans still have their issues with things around here, and that's fine. Um, but 31 years, that's just crazy. If For those that were around, I know I do have some some channel members who were around and, and remember that. And I want to know your your thoughts, your memories of, of back then. So leave those in the comments down below and we can, you know, reminisce on some good times in Chicago Bulls history. And just kind of the thing, you know, it, it started with drafting Jordan, but winning that title and winning it over Magic Johnson and the Lakers was really just something special, something special. Not many people had uh, given us a chance in that series as well. And I've talked about it before. I talked about it on the episode with Stacey King, how much that series um, really um, reflects like the Boston and Golden State series right now. Like, yes, this is going to go way longer than five games, right? This is probably going to go hopefully seven games, but we'll see. Um, but at least six. But uh, just just like almost the passing of the torch, the the old Western Conference team that's just been there several times and been around in a staple for so long and the young Eastern Conference team 
uh, trying to come up and win that first title. So, you know, let me know what you guys think down below. But let's go ahead and get into the actual Bulls news. And that is Vooch and Marco will be playing um, in the World Cup qualifiers. They're playing against France and Portugal. And more so than, than this, like, yeah, it's going to be good to watch the games. I'm sure the game is going to be televised somewhere. We'll have a way to stream the games for sure. To be able to see Marco um, and how he's improved over the course of the summer, we already know the G League things. Like, he what, 17 and, and almost 10 with three assists per game. He had an amazing defensive rating as well. That's one thing that kind of shocked me in looking at his G League stat is how solid his defensive rating was. Nothing worldly or anything, but very solid defensive rating. You wouldn't notice that from seeing it on the, 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 few, that he, the few minutes that he played on the NBA level. But I really do think like this is going to help Mar jumpstart Marco into coming into training camp and hopefully hopefully earning some solid NBA minutes in coming into the season rather than just being relegated to the G League. I've said it before. If Marco spends the primarily his second season in the G League again, it's a fail. We need to see Marco on the NBA level. Marco almost dominated in the G League. Like, and of course, not anything crazy points per game or anything like that where he led the G League in points per game. But at the same time, we want to see at this point Marco's development. He, he can learn nothing else from the G League. That one year spent down there, I understand. Get his body ready, get him used to the, uh, close to the speed of the game. All those things I understand, right? But at this point in time, we need to see Marco on the NBA level. And him spending this, this summer with Vooch, is just as important as Patrick Williams going down there to practice with DeMar DeRozan. I think that's something that's kind of been understated. It hasn't been reported on as heavily either, just how much time Marco has been spending with Nikola Vucevic this season and what that could mean to his development um, to really be able and be prepared to give us some things heading into next season. And, you know, I've, I've, I've covered Marco pretty heavily here. I've probably talked about Marco between here and Locked on Bulls probably more than any other platform this summer because I really do think that, you know, while we didn't get to see it at all last season, I do think that AK and Eversley at least have some faith in Marco and his ability to come in here and give the Bulls something solid. Because when you look at them, him, them giving him the three-year deal, yes, it could be because they saw that he needed more development, the IO, things like that. But that that's that's a big stamp to give a second year, I'm sorry, a second round pick, a three-year deal. Um, and, you know, I think that they do have faith in Marco. Now, I don't know if they see Marco as a long-term starter, if they see Marco as a big contributor off the bench. I've said it very very, very much so before for anybody who doesn't get to see him in the G League, Marco has an elite skill set as far as offensively. He has everything, the passing, three-point shooting, mid-range shooting, ability to put the ball on the floor, and solid back-to-the-basket game. Nothing like the old-school classic back-to-the-basket game, but he does have that as part of his repertoire. So him working with Vooch this offseason, having these World Cup qualifiers, I really do think he's going to come into training camp next season probably in a way that he didn't, you know, kind of coming into the States for the first time. Unlike Vooch, like, you know, Vooch who came over here to play college, Marco didn't have that. So Vooch kind of had that time to acclimate why he was in college that Marco didn't. So it was a lot of things that Marco had to get used to coming into this team and into the into the States and the NBA last season. And hopefully now that all that's out the way, we can actually see what we have in Marco to really know what his long-term future is on the Chicago Bulls team to kind of start getting an idea for that, and again, you know, as we're thinking, and I've covered a lot of big men in this draft as well in my draft coverage, is that maybe they don't go big. Maybe, maybe they 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 go veteran, right? They sign a veteran big because they think that they have a nice young big in Marco Simonovic, twenty years old, who's going to be able to contribute to them and for them long term on this team as he continues to develop. And that may be something that they see for Marco and why you know it, it may. I don't want to say it's going to make the make or break the decision for them um, and, and what they do, um, what they do uh, with the draft or anything like that. But I do think that he is a factor and a thought in their head of their long term plans here in Chicago. Now, one thing also, we talked a lot about Marco. I want to talk about Vooch. 
in Vooch's upcoming contract season. Now, there's been a lot of talk, trade talk around Vooch here recently with the Rudy Gobert thing or maybe signing Mitchell Robinson. You know, Bulls fans, understandably, um, Vooch had a down season for him, but even 17 and 11 in a down season is pretty damn good. Um, and a lot of Bulls fans think that he may be traded, think that, that he may be traded, and that makes sense, especially in the contract year. Now, the thing that I want to say is that Marco, I'm sorry, not Marco, Vooch um, in this season, in the contract year, hopefully has a bounce back season in a way, fits more into that third um, that third um, uh, primary focus as far as the scoring into the ball. We already know what, Mark, what uh, Vooch's deficiencies are on the defensive end, but looking at Vooch and really taking a, a look at what his long-term future could be with the Chicago Bulls is that I... Vooch very well could have a really good season in the Chicago Bulls uniform. He, he may not get traded. Everybody, I want you to be prepared for the for the world that Vooch may not be traded this season. He may even re-up with the Chicago Bulls by the end of the season. I really do think how he impacts the game this season, more than just the overall stat numbers. Not looking for his stats to get back up necessarily to what they were when he was with the Magic, but to have a year in which he contributes very well. Maybe maybe he's even used a little bit better. As much as we talk about Vooch, there, there were some games where he was cooking in the first quarter, and Billy Donovan just, I mean, first half, and Billy Donovan did not go back to him in the second half. So, you know, shooting woes aside, if that three-point shooting comes back or not, Vooch has elite passing, very good back-to-the-basket game, that hook shot, mid-range game. That he can, he, Vooch has enough offensive weapons that even if that three-pointer isn't the weapon that it once was in Orlando, he has a lot of things that he can offer us. And also, I know this, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with this, but Vooch is not as bad defensively as some people make him out to be. I think if you have an improved team, work better, have somebody next to him like a Patrick Williams the whole season to really help some of his defensive um, inefficiencies, that we can see a better version of Vooch this season now what does that mean for the long-term future of, of Nikola Vucevic does he sign an extension with the Chicago Bulls and re-sign with us for a lesser amount what that number would be if Vooch has an, a nice season I can see the Bulls signing him for anything between eight and like 12 million million a season I think that will put him around similar p- players of his age Brooke Lopez for example made 12 million dollars last season I you know I know some people are gonna say well look at what Vooch did to us in the playoffs but just trying to use that as a gauge of something that Vooch could get out on the open market Next season, if he does when if he does go to the open market or if he just resigns with the Chicago Bulls, looking at Vooch, you know, m- maybe not wanting to work into another the, the days of Vooch going to the team and being the primary focus are over. So really Vooch looking at maybe his options think, hey, I can be a part of the Chicago Bulls team, ride out the last three, four, five years of my career here, um, and and contribute to a team that may get younger, may move me to the bench, but really have a place and a role carved out. Possibly. Again, I'm not saying that that's going to be for certain. We'll see. Vooch heading into his 32-year-old season. While that's not old by any stretch of the imagination in real life, basketball year is big, man. It's That's where things start declining um, as far as like your role and things like that, especially if you're not one of those players that had a bunch of athleticism at one point in time. So we'll see what happens with Vooch. Um, I do think that Vooch is going to be here, um, and we'll see what happens at the trade deadline. I do think that that $22 million expiring contract could be a big chip for the Chicago Bulls at the trade deadline if they decide to do something. But if there's not a perfect move to be made that, that surefire improves this team and makes us a championship contender, I don't necessarily see Vooch leaving the Chicago Bulls, but could be wrong with that. I'm, I'm not saying that, they're, that, they're, that Vooch may not be traded. There's absolutely a, a, a high probability and chance that Vooch may very well be traded this season. So we'll see what it all happens and what, where it shakes out when it's all said and done. But that's my thoughts on it. want to hear from you guys down below on that now before we go i do want to talk to you guys about another thing um it's it this movie hustle adam sandler um on netflix i'm not going to spend a lot of time on this but what i will say is that if you guys enjoy basketball movies and basketball movies with some heart and soul and seeing adams listen we know adam sandler 
funny. His, his comedy is great. And while he does have some very funny moments in this movie as well, look, this, is, this isn't, this is, this is not as serious as Uncut Gems, but it's somewhere in between that and his comedies. And seeing, you know, Adam Sandler loves basketball. For those that don't know, he legitimately loves the game of basketball and the NBA. So knowing, seeing him doing this role is definitely something that if you, if you know more about him, you know that this is something he probably loved being around these NBA players and things like that. But this movie, Hustle, man, was this not just an enjoyable film? This is one of the better films that I think I've seen this, this year so far. We're halfway through the year in June, and this was a really, really good movie. Like, I, 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 can, I can, like I said, one of the better movies that I've seen so far. Tell the story of um, uh, Juan Honer and Gomez uh, Hancho. Well, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, he plays this, this player called Bo that Adam Sandler's character kind of just sees playing hustling on the streets and i guess that's where the name hustle comes from and he really sees that this kid has some talent and some skill he, he pays for everything for him brings him over here tries to get him in the draft combine tries to get the philadelphia 76ers to sign him outright and it's just a great story over this kid overcoming these things um and and anthony edwards is in it in a great role he plays this role amazingly um it's it, this is a really good film and a really solid film and i think if the Players, if the, the if you're somebody who enjoys basketball movies, is something that you that you would you would like. Um, and it's just it you know it's it's just a really interesting thing. No real like amazing basketball moment, so to say. Like right, you don't have it like in a Rocky movie. How you have that great fight that just there, uh, there's nothing like that in it. Even the basketball things that they do because they they try to make uh uh uh, uh the character and Bo do some things that the actual player can't do, but uh. It's it's a really fun movie, man, I think. And it's just a really enjoyable film to watch for those who enjoy film, those who enjoy basketball movies. You guys know I love movies in general. So it's really something enjoyable to watch. I want to hear from you guys. If you did watch Hustle, what did you think about it down below? Or if you're uh, in the podcast side, make sure you send in any emails on that as well. And if you like to see me cover kind of some more things like this, it's it was a really good film from top to bottom. I think it's casted very well. They use the NBA players, a ton of NBA players in it, and they use them very well. Most of them play themselves. Uh, Dr. J is in it very heavily. Kenny Smith is in it, um, and he plays a great role. He does not play himself. Um, no Chicago Bulls in it, though. Come on, man. Y'all got to get some Chicago Bulls in these, in these basketball movies. But with that being said, it's a really, really good film. And something that I think that you can, especially this time during offseason, if you're looking for any type of basketball content or anything, just to kind of get you in that mindset. Uh, maybe after the finals, you guys see it or, or a day where the finals aren't on. Really, really enjoyable film to me. Want to hear from you guys and what you thought about it down below. But that is it for me for today, guys. Uh, make sure you're following the pod at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so is 773-270-2799. Thank you for tuning in to Chicago Bulls Central. I'm Hayes. I'm out. Like I like to end every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.